0: Greetings EOB society, welcome back to another installment of Evolution Revisited. I am Jason Sircone and today I am taking a look back at episode 40 of Evolution of Brand. That episode featured none other than Mr. Charles Alexander. Charles is an entrepreneur with a great business where he creates 90 second animated explainer videos that truly make your brand stand out. Charles also helps entrepreneurs and small business owners go from side hustle to full time business and he helps you do that in the proper fashion so you're not putting yourself in a position to where you might be making the transition way too soon and putting yourself in a tough spot that will ultimately see you back at your full time job. Episode 40 is live for your consumption as we speak at jasonsircone.com slash Alexander, You can also find Evolution of Brand on your favorite podcast app. Go back and listen to that episode. If you have not done so already, it will make the conversation that we're about to have today talking about some of the big takeaways much more meaningful. So let's dive in. Episode 40 was a great time. Charles was just, he's just a fun guy to podcast with. I had an absolute blast on the show, and we've stayed in touch ever since we recorded through LinkedIn. Definitely follow Charles over on LinkedIn. He is dropping a lot of great knowledge over there. He's very engaging, and he's very active, so definitely a good place to follow him at. My biggest takeaway from this episode was something that I already knew, but it was great to talk about it because I think it's something that we constantly need to be reminded of our attention spans suck we 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 have such a short attention span for everything these days and it is so hard to capture someone's attention especially when They're in a scroll hole on Instagram or on Facebook or on YouTube. Think about this. And don't for one second try to tell me that you have not found yourself in one of these holes before. You pick up your phone because you got a message or you need to check your email. And then all of a sudden, half an hour has gone by because you jumped over to Instagram to see what was going on. And before you know it, you're scrolling through stupid reels of somebody making coffee or good morning my neighbors or whatever trending audio is hot today the one that actually we got a pretty big kick out of here at my house I showed my daughter and then she turned around and pulled it on me was the one where they're playing the theme from Lion King and they're using whatever they can get their thumb on whether it be frosting peanut butter I saw one guy use dust and he wipes it across someone's forehead and it says Simba I show this to my daughter, and then the next morning when I was making our protein shakes, when I wasn't looking, she did this to me with peanut butter. Awesome. So this is what Instagram Reels are teaching us. But to get back to the point, you get into these scroll holes, and you're not thinking about the content so much. You're just scrolling on to the next one. And if it doesn't grab your attention super quick, you're moving on to the next thing in your feed. That's just how we have been programmed to consume information these days. I was thinking about this the other day and it reminds me and I I don't know why I never made this connection before and I hadn't because I I think it's because I haven't thought about television in this way, but back in the day, when we didn't have a program guide or we weren't using a streaming service where you could just scroll on a guide right to the channel and then go to it, you'd flip, right? You'd have your remote in hand and you would just flip through the channels. And if something didn't grab your attention in the first few seconds, you flip to the next channel. So you are just constantly flipping, flipping, flipping. And if something did grab your attention, then you'd stop or you'd fly past it, but ooh, wait, your brain would catch up and say, go back, I wanna see that. And then you'd go back and watch whatever you thought was important. So today it's the same thing, it's just on a new medium. We're scrolling through our phones or our devices, looking for the information we want to consume And if something doesn't catch our eyes in the first couple seconds, we're on to the next thing. The big important lesson that Charles and I talked about in all of this is that you have a very short opportunity to catch someone's eye. So you have to make sure that you're delivering something impactful. And then if you do capture their attention in those first few seconds, you'd better deliver and keep their attention for as long as you can, which, as we discussed, is not very long. As Charles explained, especially with video, you have that first couple seconds to grab their attention, and then if you do manage to grab their attention, you only have about a minute and a half to really make an impact with that content because our attention spans, again, are so short, we're gonna be moving on to the next thing. So you have to be incredibly cognizant of that with all of your brand building initiatives. If you wanna build your audience, you need to do something that truly creates an impact and it does it fast. When I compare this to the podcasting space, we often talk about a podcast grabbing someone's attention. And back on episode 28 of the show, I talked with Samantha Lee Wright. We talked about a lot of these details. And if you have a podcast that has like a three minute theme song, and then when you finally get into it, there's like a 10 minute monologue with just the person talking about anything and everything, it doesn't really pertain to what the subject of the show is supposed to be about, you might lose some listeners. So whatever you're putting out on the internet, you have to keep in mind that your audience has a short attention span. And I'm not saying this in a derogatory way. It's just how we're being served content these days, and it's how we're consuming it. These networks are designed for us to keep scrolling. Their objective is to keep us on the platform as much as possible so their algorithms are trying to feed us content that's going to keep us in place so they can service ads and ultimately up our usage on those particular networks. So make sure the content that you're putting out there is impactful from start to finish. Make sure you've got a nice hook on the front end to grab the attention in those first couple of seconds and keep them engaged for a good amount of time. To get your point across before they bounce. So I mentioned as we kicked off today's episode that one of Charles's missions is to help small business owners and side hustlers take their business to the full-time level, and we got into some great detail about how you should do that because there is a right and a wrong time. You don't want to put yourself in a position where you think you've got an idea that's going to carry you for the rest of your professional career, and you leave your job and you leave the safety net behind and then things fall flat. Obviously, you need to take that chance on yourself. For some of us, that chance is not something we choose. It's given to us. We don't have a choice. That's how it was for me. When I lost my job, I decided now is the time for me to truly attack this. I wasn't planning on going after my side hustle at the time. I was building it so I could make the proper steps in that direction. But when I lost my job, I decided to go all in on myself. If you are not in that position, if you have a full-time job and your side hustle is still in that early stage of being vetted to determine if it can succeed and sustain you and your family, then don't make a rash decision that's going to put you up against the wall. Do things the right way. Vet your concept. Make sure that you're taking it beyond your inner circle to get feedback. Make sure it's something that the market is going to accept. And then you can take your idea and start to cultivate it and grow and scale it. If you do it in this fashion, you're going to put yourself in a much better position for long term success and your back won't be against the wall right out of the gates. If you've got a good idea, start to vet it. Start to ask around and make sure it's something that people will truly want to latch onto. Once you discover that there is a market for your product or service or training program or your book, you can start to run with it and get it in front of more people. Once you grow to a point where you're seeing significant revenue come in and you do some simple math, which Charles explains how you calculate this to make sure that you have enough money, then you can make the decision to go full-time with your side hustle. And that's a great feeling. It is so awesome to go all in on yourself. And the feelings that you'll get from that are tremendous. But if you can cut out some of that early entrepreneurial struggle that many of us have faced, it's only going to make your journey that much more exciting and that much more fruitful. Don't get me wrong, no matter when you do this, even if you are in a good position, you're going to experience hardships. There are going to be obstacles that you face every single day. But being in a good position to make that transition is going to help you succeed for the long term. So make sure you are keeping that front of mind. And the last big takeaway that I wanted to talk about is very simple. If you want to stand out, make sure that you develop your niche. It's as simple as that, and this is something that we've talked about so many times here on Evolution of Brand that I feel like maybe we're beating a dead horse, but that dead horse could use an extra kick or two because this is so important. Zeroing in your focus and developing a niche where you are speaking to a targeted audience is going to help you grow so much faster. You don't have to be a jack-of-all-trades. Having a lot of experience and being able to use that experience as you help your clients is a great thing, and it's going to make you a trusted resource because you're able to look at all situations and lend your support, but your specialty needs to be targeted towards a specific audience, and that way your message is going to be well-received and you're going to position yourself as the authority in that space. When you do this, more people that want to absorb your message are going to find you. And because you're providing them so much value, they are in turn going to do business with you when the time is right for them. So make sure you're setting yourself up in your niche. You're not trying to spread yourself too thin. You're putting yourself in a position to win because you are a specialty and you're focusing on one thing that you are absolutely kick ass at if your focus is there you are going to do great things i promise you that so there you have it those are my takeaways from episode 40 of evolution of brand with charles alexander go back in the archives and check out that episode it is live at jasoncirconecom slash charles alexander As always, Evolution of Brand can be found on your favorite podcast platform. I'm talking Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Podchaser. Find it, listen to it, love it. So we are moving on to episode 42 next week, and I am joined by the one and only Krishna Mahan. Krishna is bringing a great amount of value in regards to business leadership and development and strategic thinking to the podcast with him. We got into a very gritty, down and dirty conversation about what you need to be thinking about when it comes to building customer experience and building your brand you have to be thinking on a different level and Krishna brings the goods to episode 42. As always, I've got a sneak preview to get you primed for next week's release. This is Krishna Mahan on episode 42 of evolution of brand. Take a listen. Once you get to that point where you have such a strong relationship and connection with your customer,
1: it doesn't feel like business anymore. It feels more like family. Exactly. Exactly. Because you're again, like I said, you are a solution provider. You are a trusted advisor. You just need to position yourself properly in the first place. You can, you're not a sales guy just sell trying to sell this, sell that, sell this. Oh, by the way, I have this. I have that's not your approach. You may have everything in this world, but you're not supposed to speak about anything unless you bring your customer to a point where it is necessary that we need to discuss about your customer in. You, if you can allow your customer through the journey and bring him to a point, hey, Jason, could you tell me you know, how do we go about this? Could you tell me what should I do here? He's asking, tell me what product you want to sell. He's asking what service you want to sell. But you need to bring him there. You cannot mm-hmm. just keep on, oh, this is my product. This is my feature. This is my benefit. This is what's in it for you. There is this deal there. You may sell it, but that's pretty much it. And there you have it,
0: EOB Society. That is Krishna Mahan. He will be the featured guest on episode 42 of Evolution of Brand. Make sure you're following and you're subscribed to Evolution of Brand wherever you listen to your inspirational, strategy-filled podcasts so you're the first to know when new podcast episodes go live. Want to support Evolution of Brand? All you need to do is jump over to Apple Podcasts, Leave a five-star review, then click on the write a review link and leave a positive review letting the world know why you love Evolution of Brand. And as always, be sure to recommend Evolution of Brand to one person in your circle who you know will love the impact you added to their world. That's going to bring today's installment of Evolution Revisited to a conclusion. I look forward to being with you once again next week. When episode 42 of evolution of brand goes live until then, this has been Jason Sircone. Never stop evolving. Podcast guest marketing is the most dynamic value driven and fun way to build your presence and grow your personal brand. Whenever you go on a podcast, you have a brand new opportunity to make an impact, provide value and position yourself as a resource and thought leader in your space. But in order to maximize the success of your campaigns, you need to be fully optimized and execute with a strategy that ensures you're setting yourself up to reap the rewards of your guest appearances for years to come. To help you get started, I put together a blueprint called 10 Tips for Becoming a Valuable, Fully Optimized Podcast Guest, and I want to give this to you for free today. This guide will walk you through the important steps of podcast guest optimization, finding podcasts that align with your mission, curating a powerful guest presentation, and so much more. Pick up a free copy of 10 Tips for Becoming a Valuable, Fully Optimized Podcast Guest today by visiting JasonCircone.com slash pgo guide or click the link in the show notes to learn more.